I failed and lost some people along the way, including myself, and I'm so grateful I did. Here's why. What's up, Bar Babblers? Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble, the place where we talk about shit that we normally don't talk about at the bar. In this virtual bar, we babble anything about our careers, your brilliant business idea, what you recently learned in therapy, or in a recent book that you read. That's right, we get a little bit nerdy, learning about all things adulting, and just excited about revolutionizing our lives with one babble at a time. As you can see with today's episode, we're going to be talking about my failures, losses, detours, the Mercury retrograde, and 50 first dates. All kind of weird, right? Like why, like how do they relate, right? Um, If you've been feeling the feels, I don't know about y'all's, but the Mercury retrograde, solar eclipse, Taurus season, full moon vibes this week has been making me feel very introspective. I'm normally a very introverted person. I have my extroverted seasons, especially in in the spring and summertime. But for some reason, this whole Mercury retrograde, I've just been feeling it in my heart, in my chest, and it's just been feeling heavy. And so I've just been in my feels and in my mind, I should say, almost 24-7. I actually was not going to have this episode. I wanted to end the season with 10 episodes with the last episode talking about the, the, the death of my late father and you know healing childhood wounds and all of that. But I was like, you know what, I kind of want to end the season on a more positive and a more empowering note and I feel like with you know what's been going on in my life and and I was watching a YouTube video and I I, for some reason I felt called like it was a sign to make sure that I babble about this um to talk about the the losses but instead of talking about the losses what are the gains within those losses so if you've been kind of feeling like life has been like just pushing you around if you've been feeling like you have been going against the current if you've been feeling like you've been drowning in life if you feel like you've hit rock bottom if you've caught yourself saying to you know your own self like damn like how come you know I wish that I was smarter like damn like I should have done this many years ago whether it was starting a YouTube channel or like damn like why did this happen or why is this currently happening to me I'm giving it my all I'm I'm definitely trying to see different opportunities girl If you've kind of just been in this state of like, you know what, I surrender because I am just trying and I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying, then this episode is definitely for you. So grab a cozy bowl of pasta. If you've been following me on Instagram, you know I'm like, hey, let's have dinner on Wednesday and let's babble together. So that's kind of like where the bowl of pasta is from. So grab your favorite bowl of pasta, a mocktail, a box of tissues, a blank sheet of paper, and let's get cozy and babble about uh, our failures and kind of just reassessing them and seeing them not as losses, um, but as gains, making peace with them so that we can kind of rewrite the script in the next journey of our life and that we can really embark in the second act of our life. So let's get to it, y'alls. Um, I, I would definitely want to talk about a lot of things in this episode. I, I don't want this to be like an hour long and watch. It's going to be like 50 minutes. But, you know, based on what the community was saying on Instagram, I feel like a lot of people wanted to talk about so many different things. Like people are going through a lot. But I feel like we're not really talking about them. Like social media, that's kind of like why social media is there's a positive and, and a negative. Like we're all living in, in this delusion of like, oh, we're we're all happy and we're all, you know. And I was watching a video of um, the Try Guys. Um, I don't know if you know them, but um, they used to work for BuzzFeed. It's this whole thing. Um, and I was catching up on some of their videos, especially with one of them getting married and he was in the hospital. And he mentioned something about like, oh, um, I don't know if you realize, but you know, hospitals are still kind of have not recovered from COVID. And that kind of made me, you know, that kind of like put a little bit in my brain where I'm just like, I understand that sometimes, you know, you know, kind of just keep like saying like, oh, we're still in this pandemic world, whatever it is. But there's a lot of people out there that like, we are still not recovered from three years ago. Um, And I feel like we're trying our best to kind of obviously start brand new and not to be you know sucked into like oh like it's still pandemic times and I get that but no one's really talking about like that grace period of you know coming out of those pandemic moments and giving ourselves kind of like a 
fresh start, but in order for us to have a fresh start, we kind of have need kind of like that that bridge or kind of like that that grace period of like, okay, I need to get my shit together, but it can't just jump from like one to, you know, from one life to a whole brand new life, right? Like it's three years in the making. And so that kind of, you know, was one of those things where it was like a um a eureka moment in my brain where I'm like, damn, like I feel like I'm still trying to like catch up and and do all of these things and I I realize that some of the things that I have been that I used to do is not sustainable in the new normal that we're all living in. And so, uh, you know, in reviewing and kind of reassessing, you know, where I want to be when it comes to this new phase of my life, I feel like the universe, God, the higher self, whatever you believe in, is kind of calling me to be a little bit more introspective. And even though I've seen the gains and I've made peace with, you know, my past mistakes, I feel like life has kind of, has kind of um, giving me the opportunity to kind of just reassess like you know what instead of looking at at these losses what did you gain but also at the same time I realized that even if you've made peace with them you also need to have that grace period to rewire your brain so I want to definitely dive into a different topics in this episode when I'm talking about losses and what I mean about different topics I, I guess I mean different areas of your life so I definitely want to talk about like loss of you know a career opportunity or you know if you lose a job I know a lot of people have been laid off um, I definitely want to be talking about you know losing um, a lifelong friendships whether you've had a childhood friend that you recently lost and maybe you guys have just pivoted and are realigned into different journeys or just different life trajectories and just losing a support system um, losing a loved one losing a family member in the previous episode I talk about losing you know my late father that I never had a relationship with um, and I've also lost family members not because of death but by choice um i also want to talk about losing um you know breakups in the romantic setting whether you've recently gone through a breakup i feel like i've seen people especially during the pandemic like they've gone through divorces and breakups especially with partners that they've been with for years and so i definitely want to talk about that and ultimately i definitely also want to talk about losing you know, the, the the moment that I lost myself. So we have a lot to unpack today. That's why I mentioned, you know, a box of tissues because sometimes revisiting the past, it, it can definitely, you know, press on an emotional nerve. Sometimes we feel really bad about ourselves. Sometimes we feel stupid. And so, you know, having these introspective moments, you definitely need to give yourself time and grace and just that moment to just sit with it, even though it is painful. But once you come out of it, like it's so, num- number one, very therapeutic and number two it's actually very freeing once you've kind of stepped on the other side of it and you've made peace with your past and you've kind of are able to put that away um in in a special box and say you know what it it does not define who I am but it's actually part of my journey and I'm, I'm owning it but I'm owning the gains from that instead of the losses then it's something that has freed me into a whole new life that I'm I'm about to embark in. So we have a lot to uncover today and a lot to unpack. So either have like, you know, a mocktail, you know, a cozy cup of tea, uh, maybe a notebook, maybe, you know, the the, some of the the life experiences that I'm going to be babbling about today may be applicable to you or you can identify, you know, certain things in them and you can also see the gains in your losses in your own life uh, trajectory so we have a lot to unpack today so let's see the first thing on the agenda (laughs) that I want to uncover let's talk about you know the loss of a career or a job opportunity I know that a lot of people since 2020 have lost a lot of jobs and that's kind of like what started the whole podcast because when a lot of people were losing their jobs and they became self-employed or they became contractors or they started a business a lot of people were coming to me because they were like, damn, Lucy, you know so much, you know a lot of things in so many different categories. And at the time of the start of the pandemic in 2020, I was already working virtually for about two years. So I kind of already had my, you know, work from home balance and my work from home groove. And I kind of was already in that rhythm when people were still kind of just figuring things out on the new normal. So I kind of had, you know, the new normal was already like set in stone for me where I kind of already was 
fluent in in the world of you know working remotely and working virtually whether it's by myself or whether with a team and so that's kind of like how you know it started and you know in revisiting you know my past careers and how many times I've pivoted to kind of give you a backstory of you know my career I started in hospitality and I worked in hotels I worked in luxury hotels I went to school for it I went to a culinary hospital hospitality career school um, I lived in Florida for uh, about six years, um, and so that was like my life. Um, I did my internship in in a, in a four diamond property, and I continued working, you know, in the hospitality world for a, for the first um, couple years of my twenties. And it wasn't until I had to make a pivot because within a position that I had, I realized I was just like you know what like this isn't this is this isn't for me and when I lost um a job opportunity I was like what is this so at first I was a little bit shocked because you know when you're young in your 20s and you're trying to you know climb that corporate ladder that's all that you can see and I, I literally had my plan laid out for me until I was 30 like I kid you not like I was a very dil diligent planner and like looking back now that I'm in my early 30s I laugh at that because I realize that sometimes when you when you make plans like God or the higher source has plans for you that is much bigger and better than you can ever imagine and looking back at like the 21 version of me or the 25 version of me sometimes I'm just like damn girl like I just wish I could give her a hug or a high five because she would not even realize the journey that she would be on and if I ever stayed within hospitality I don't think I would be the person that I am today if I didn't lose that you know job opportunity for me to pivot into higher education and for me to pivot into building a brand then I would not be who I am in in a professional sense in my career and I also would not be who I am in a personal sense in you know appreciating um you know what it's like to work in both worlds whether it's working in an office working you know from home but also being kind of like that hype woman when it comes to um other young women you know trying to climb the corporate ladder and watching out for them instead of being hyper competitive like other people are and so you know in losing that opportunity when I was about 24 25 it kind of made a, a, a negative imprint on my life that I kind of lost I lost confidence in myself because I'm like damn like you know if if I if I can't make it and I had all of this plan to be you know a manager a director and I wanted to I had I had this whole vision for y'all like I had it to the T I had like all the details set up until I was 30 like I was like your girl had like like everything planned and that kind of like really knocked me for a couple years and I didn't realize that you know looking back at that major pivot when God took that opportunity away from me I pivoted into higher ed and then I pivoted into building a brand and that's kind of like how I'm here talking to y'alls even though I lost that, I would say, like the hospitality career that I had built up in my head, I actually gained a career. Um, I have been told that I am kind of like a 10xer employee or those 10xer types of people. Like I was reading an article because I'm like, what is a 10xer? Because I was reading something from CNN, how people are like how to manage um, you know, like leadership and like how to manage like these 10 Xers and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell is that? And it's funny how somebody told me this years ago where they're like, this is you, like you're so skilled in so many different things that we don't know what to do with you because you're so good in so many different aspects in, in business and marketing and all of these things. Like you're just so gifted. I'm not here trying to boast myself but if you really know me I'm not one to brag um so I'm also learning to humble brag because I think that a lot of women we don't we don't talk about our accomplishments we don't really let our ourselves shine like we put other people on a pedestal beside except for ourselves and that's something that I'm learning so I'm not here to just you know uh, promote myself it's more of just like damn like I didn't realize that I gained so much 
um, insight in building a career that I'm, I'm really skilled in so many different aspects in sales, marketing, events, management, leadership, mentorship, operations, administrative work, uh, creative aspects, design, strategy. And within all of those, you know, different skill sets, I was able to build my own brand, old fashioned marketing, and hence this, you know, podcast. And so even though I lost that opportunity of, you know, having that hospitality career and living in Miami Beach and having my condo and having the life that I thought that I would have, I never even, you know, you know, dreamt that I would ever build a brand in New York City. New York City was never in the plan y'alls and so that's something that I gained from this loss so if you've lost a recent job opportunity you know it's okay it's gonna suck it probably is gonna sting for a while and let it like you, you can't really force those things but don't let that identify who you are try to find what you've gained I think a lot of people during the layoffs especially during 2020 they gain that sense of like damn like I was working non-stop in my corporate career and now I gained a whole new perspective that I can build a business on the side I've read so many articles I've consulted for so many different women that have built a brand in the past three years and are doing wonderful wonderfully on their own and that is something that they gained along the way where they gained their own brand they gained their own business and they gained their own life back where they're able to spend time with their loved ones spend time with their friends and family and to actually take a walk in the middle of lunch instead of like working 12 hours a day so that was something that I gained in this career loss. Now let's talk about losing um, lifelong friendships and support systems. I've been finding that a lot of people have been losing uh, childhood friendships. I've been seeing that coming up on my feed a lot lately where people are kind of um, taking a step back and reassessing who their friends are. I can count the friends and when I say friends, I have, in my 20s, I used to call everybody my friend. Like if you were in my class, if we had a conversation, if we, you know, if we were friendly, if we met at a bar and we just, we had a good time, you were like my best friend. Like you, we, I called everybody my best friend. Now that I'm in my early thirties, I am very careful with the word friend. I, I use that with so much discernment and I'm very intentional with the kind of friendships that I'm making. And I was listening to a Jay Shetty uh, podcast and conversation with Trevor Noah. He used to host The Daily Show. And something that I resonated with is when Trevor Noah mentioned that he is shitty at making friendships. And I said to myself, oh shit, I actually am. Um, I'm, I'm friendly. I, I've been told that I'm kind, but when it comes to making these you know friendships I think because I have trust issues or abandonment issues your girl is working on them um I feel like I tend to just you know I want to be everybody's friend and then when I ever get hurt it's like I automatically want to just cut it off and so obviously I know that that's you know not the mature way to go around things and so now the people that I call friends those are like my as Mel Robbins says um, your 4am friends, the people that if you got a dead body, <laughs> if you are in jail, if, if you need somebody to like, it, like emergency life or death situation, like I can count on my finger and it's not like on my hand. It's not even a handful of people of those types of people that I can call when I can literally show up in my door looking like a hot mess and being like, I need help. And so before I used to think like I had all these friends and blah, 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 blah. And now I'm very careful with who I say that is my friend. I say like that's my friend from work or an acquaintance or I'm friendly with that person or that's a friend from high school or that's a friend from college. Like I'm very careful in, in the way that I, I speak and I try to catch myself to say like, oh, that's not like a friend. And so I'm still learning how to um, catch myself when I'm speaking to other people like, oh, that's a friend from back home. That's a friend from New York. That's a friend from I met from you know another friend that's a mutual friend whatever it is but when I say friend like my best friends like people that can bail me out um I'm very careful with that I also uh you know experience a loss of friendships in you know looking back in my 20s I feel like I've you know gone through many cycles in my friendships where I've had 
you know, I, I had friendships with like when I was in college and then when you go into the working field, you kind of, you know, disperse or you kind of just go in different courses. And during that time, I did lose friendships. I remember I had core best friends in college and when we went, you know, started our careers, whether they moved or I moved or we kind of just got busy with our own lives, you kind of lose contact when I moved to New York, it's so funny because I rekindled with those past friends and that kind of gave me the opportunity to reassess and to kind of make peace with my past and not knowing how much these people have meant to me and how much, you know, losing them along the way, even if there it wasn't anybody's fault, like there wasn't any beef, it was more of just like time and like we just lost contact. I just didn't realize how much it really made an impact on my life, how it hurt me. Like I'm just like, damn, like I keep losing people along the way. I also had to go through losing a 10-year friendship and, you know, I realized that sometimes, you know, you may have like a, a bitter taste in your mouth, but it's not about like you have beef with the person, but it's more of just like you just wish that, you know, you, they could be with you in this next journey of your life. And so in looking in the past 15 years, I have gone through... Um, you know, I've had friends that have come and, and that come and go. I've, I feel like I had two friends, uh, really like best friends. Like we were like family and like close, like we, like every single day we would see each other. Like there was just like, it was the best friendships I've ever had, like two of them. And it's funny because after I lost contact with them, I, they actually, we got all back together in the past two, three years. I think it was in the middle of the pandemic. And it's so funny how life just, you know, it, it's really funny how that quote is like, if you really love somebody, let them go. And if, you know, if people always return back home, wherever that means to them. And so sometimes people just have to like go their own way in order for them to go into their own journey, into their own trajectory, including yourself. And if you're really meant to be together, even in a friendship type of a, in a world, um, you will get back together. It's so funny how those two friends that I'm talking about now, even though I lost contact with them for, I don't know, was it seven, almost 10 years, I would say, let's just say a couple years, uh, we got back together. And um, it's just so funny how like when you catch up and you say, you know, apologize and you make peace with that, you gain a sense of freedom, but you also kind of heal those friendships. I think it's so important that when you've lost a friendship, whether it's a childhood friendship, somebody from, you know, you've been friends with for 10 years, or even if it's somebody that you've made friends with from college and you've had this bond, you know, take the time to really grieve. I definitely had my grieving moment where I had to make peace with it because I felt like I just was losing people and I felt so miserable about myself where I just felt so lonely. And once I realized that those people were important people in my lives in that stage of my life whether it was in college whether it was in my early 20s and they made an impact to who I am today I realized that it's not that I lost them but it's more that I gained awareness of you know the values that I need in a friendship and even though we're all friends again you know in our 30s we are just brand new, but we had to go in our own separate journeys in order for us to experience what we need to experience, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's a career, whether it's moving, whatever it was. And so it's just funny how we all had parallel types of journeys, but we had to definitely do it on our own. Um, because sometimes you just, sometimes life just forces you to kind of just appreciate those friendships when they are gone. And even if you kind of feel a little bit bitter, or if you feel like, you know, it's almost like breaking up with somebody when you're going through that friendship, you have to grieve and you also have to like feel the feelings and go through the stages. Sometimes you'll feel mad. Sometimes you'll feel sad. Sometimes you'll feel upset. Sometimes you'll feel like, like I should have tried, like tried harder or, you know, like, no, I should keep this friendship. But then when it's, when you definitely can see and you take yourself out of it and you see the bigger picture and you come and you kind of have like a peace with it, you realize, you know what, that friendship, whether it was from childhood, whether it was 10 years, whether whatever it was from college, you realize that, you know, you can honor that friendship in that past version of yourself because the version of that you are now and moving forward needs some sort of type of friendship that serves 
a, a different purpose, right? Like the friendships that you had back then, like when I was in my early 20s, I was clubbing. I was like at the club. I, mind you, I lived in Miami, y- y'alls, okay? So it was like, it was party city. So those were the types of friends that I was around. And then once we kind of, you know, went into our careers, it's a different priority. So if you have friends that are, have different priorities in this season of their life, know that it doesn't mean that you're a bad person and it doesn't mean that that person is a bad person honor that person, honor that friendship, have respect for it and have respect for the the times that you've had together and really respect, you know, what you gain from that friendship. And you can, you know, have it in a little box in a sentimental box somewhere in your heart and in your brain. And if that person ever comes back in your life, that's fantastic. But take the time to really grieve. And so in losing the friendships that I've had along the way, I actually gained uh, better friendships, meaning that I was able to discern what friends are to me in the next era of my life. I no longer, like I said, call everybody my friend. I'm very careful with, you know, even if I'm meeting new people and, and making new friends in different cities and networking and whatever it is, I really know what my priorities are. I also know what my values are. And I also know what to share and what not to share and how to make discernment on you know making friends in the friendships that i have now the three friends that i have i put in so much effort and intention in keeping in touch with them and ever since then even if i've lost acquaintances and other friendships along the way i feel like these friendships have definitely become stronger because i put in so much you know, time and attention. And even though, you know, if it's long distance or whatever it is, I feel like because I put so much work in, I get so much out of it, whether it's in a conversation, whether I feel more fulfilled, or even, you know, you know, it's it's what you put it out in the world, right? So if you put time and intention into something, you're going to get that back. And I'm not doing it with the intention of like, oh, you owe me that time. But that's just something that I've seen where, you know, even though it's not about, you know, having a crew, having a squad of 10 people or whatever it is, right? You know, I can have three people. And if I put in so much time and attention in those types of friendships, I realize that I got so much back. I feel so much more fulfilled. I have so much more insight from all of them whenever we have our checkups. And then I make time to be like, hey, like what's going on? Let's have a check-in. Let's have a movie night, whatever it is. And, you know, both of us, like in a reciprocal sense, we get so much out of that friendship because we're putting in so much instead of seeking more from other people that, you know, whether it's a superficial friendship or friendships that are not going to last. And so even though I lost friendships along the way and support systems when I needed them, I actually gained um, values and I gained priority and I gained discernment. I think that was the number one thing that I gained is having that power to have that self-awareness to discern who's really on your side when it comes to friendships and to also to discern your time and your priorities that I would rather put in so much work in the current friendships that I have now instead of going out there and you know going to these events and going to like random you know opportunities and trying to like add more people to my quote-unquote crew when you know it's better to have you know more um to have the quality of the friendship grow instead of the quantity. So I definitely gained discernment. I also gained a better relationship with myself. I feel like the more that I'm self-aware with who I am and what I need, the more that I can be attuned to my friendships. And so even though I lost the friendships, I gained so much clarity. I gained a better relationship with my current friends and a relationship with myself. The next thing that I want to talk about is losing a family. Now this is a tough one because everyone's family is very different. Something that I thought about the other day was we all come from different types of backgrounds, cultures, family dynamics. So when it comes to like family counseling or just you know, giving advice about family matters, it's very hard because everybody, you know, is it's 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 different. So in the in the previous episode I talk about losing, you know, my dad last summer. But I want to talk about losing family by choice. I feel like a lot of people, I haven't seen this this conversation, but it's so funny how my favorite holiday as a child used to be Christmas. And after the past Christmas that I that I that we all had, the most recent Christmas that we that we had, I realized how come every Christmas it's so emotional for me? And during that Christmas holiday, end of the year time, it's supposed to be like this holly jolly, you know 
season where you know everyone is like you know just in this this jolly mood but not a lot of people talk about when people actually spend time alone i've spent almost a decade of christmases or holidays by myself away from family for many reasons um and so it's it's tough because there's actually a lot of people like me and because you know social media you know gives you the perception that this is what a normal family is you have to see your family for thanksgiving you have to do this not a lot of people talk about that there are actually different types of families out there where they don't have a holly jolly christmas it's more emotional than what it's portrayed on during on the tv the holiday season whatever it is and that puts so much pressure on people like me who didn't really grow up in that dynamic or who didn't really have that, those family traditions because then you feel like you're not normal and you feel like you're you're kind of the weird one that outcasts the black sheep of of the community because everyone is living this holly jolly world during the holidays but you are actually going through something that a lot of people are going through. So when I had to lose family by choice because of a family matter situation years ago, I realized that I gained a sense of peace. A lot of people don't talk about that sometimes, you know, we don't have the choice when of the family that we're born into, but we do have the choice when we are an adult and we have gained when we gain clarity and we have momentum and we have more um, insight about ourselves of making the choice of freeing ourselves from, you know, a family dynamic that is actually more toxic and harmful to us as adults than staying. And so when I've had to make the choice to kind of separate myself from family matters because it was very toxic, I gained a sense of peace, y'all. And I hope that this conversation can actually spark something because I feel like in, in other conversations or in other types of family dynamics, a lot of people don't really like to talk about it because we all think that it's it's not normal and this is, you know, family is supposed to be this and that's amazing. And, uh, you know, especially if you have, you know, a, um, a healthy, loving family, that is wonderful for you. But there are people like me who have never really experienced that. And so if you are like that, if you can identify with this conversation regarding family and kind of cutting ties because you realize it was more toxic to you, um, know that you're not alone. Like you just have to find your tribe and people out there and really kind of build your own family. And I've built my own family through friendships, not, you know, that are not by blood. And so cutting ties and losing those families, I've gained peace. And that peace is something that is so addictive and something that I will forever protect because if you grew up in a toxic world and once you kind of step out of that bubble and you know what it's like to have fresh air you won't ever want to go back to a polluted type of air and so if you can resonate with me please send me a dm because i i would love to you know uh babble with you and send you lots of light and love but i just feel like sometimes what we see on social media like we're all living in different realities and in different worlds that we all think that what we're going through isn't is not normal because of, of what social media portrays what the television portrays what the media portrays whatever it is right and so know that your normal is actually normal for other people just like you and me and so i hope that even though if you recently had to cut ties with a family member or if you've cut ties a long time ago and you kind of feel that sort of resentment really gain insight if you feel a lot more peace and cutting ties because you are no longer in that toxic environment and so that's something that I gained from this loss is a sense of peace and that is something that I will forever hold on to and protect moving forward now let's talk about the last point on our agenda for today is the loss of a romantic partner or breakups like I mentioned I feel like in a lot of conversations in the media or even in, in my circle that people have gone through many breakups with partners that they've been with for many years and in my own kind of world reviewing kind of like my relationships in the past 15 years I don't really like to talk about it in respect to that person I'm not really here to talk negatively about that um, it's more of just like the overall 
you know, aspect of it. Um, and so when it comes to, you know, the romantic relationships that I have, I, I'm more of a private person because I like to protect my peace. Um, and I know that there are people out there where they're going to dissect your relationships. And I feel like the more that I keep that private, the more that it is special to me, not because I'm hiding something, but more because, again, it's practicing discernment and seeing kind of how social media is. People will always have something to say. And for me, whenever I keep those you know, relationships in private, um, the more successful that it is. So I don't really like to be specific about those things or to say like, oh, my current partner, blah, 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 like we do this. Can that change? Absolutely. But, you know, with how I have been operating in the past how many 10 years, I always like to keep those in private. But I would definitely want to talk about, you know, my loss or breakups in romantic partnerships and what I gained from that. In reviewing my relationships, y'all, it's like that is a book in itself, that's a whole different podcast, but I realized that in one of my biggest breakups, um, that was something that was hard, and this was obviously many years ago, um, that was something where I had to make the decision whether I had to stay because I loved that person, or I had to leave because I valued who I am. And I never really realized how much that pivotal moment in my life could have really changed the course of who I am today speaking to you right now. And so because this happened many, many years ago, I, even though I lost that partner, because even though I had so much love for that person, and I lost that person, I actually gained so much more, y'all. It's so funny how like, you know, during that breakup, you think that you have that partner, you think that you, you know, you're set, that you found your soulmate, whatever it is that you call um, that person. But once I made that brave decision to be like, no, like, even though I have so much love for you, and even though we were on the right path, and there was, you know, many, there was a, basically a whole blow up moment that ha had to make me make a decision between choosing that person or choosing love and staying or valuing who I am and I chose to to value myself and to basically be brave and to choose me that was something that was that was a lot that was that was something that I feel like if I stayed I would not be who I am today and I would not have the life that I have now and so even losing those you know, other partners or even other romantic relationships, whether it was a very long relationship or a very short-term relationship, I realized that I actually gained freedom and I gained a better relationship with myself. In looking back in the past 15, 20 years of my life, you know, whenever I would break up with some somebody, obviously you feel the feels, you go through the grieving process, you eat ice cream, and then like you come out like a badass woman. Like there's, you know, this whole cycle, right? But I, I realized in the most recent one that I had that was so uh, pivotal in my life because it could have, it could, it, it would have definitely changed my life, y'all. It's like if I stayed in that relationship, I would not be who I am today and I would not have the freedom and the opportunities that I currently have. Like that's how much where I'm like, thank you, thank you old Lucy, thank you higher self Lucy, thank you divine intervention for, thank you whoever, you know, my guardian angel for helping me make that discernment and to be strong enough to choose myself because I would not have the freedom that I have today in order for me to think bigger and better opportunities. Because if I stayed in that relationship, I obviously am a goal-getter, but the goals that I had I remember crossing something out of my bucket list or in my five-year or 10-year list or something that like that when I was reassessing certain things. I think I talked about this in a previous episode, um, but I crossed it out because I was operating from the level of being in that relationship and even and, and kind of operating from a state of fear and operating like, okay, if I'm going to be with this person... This is how things are going, so I have to cross this out because it doesn't seem like it's going to fit both of us. But ever since I left that relationship, that dream, which is something big, has been put back on, on the list. And 
even though sometimes I'm like, I'm crazy, like that's a huge dream. There are many callings, there are many instances and many situations where it kind of is nudging me in that direction where many times when I doubt myself or many times when I try to operate from that old version of me, operate from a state of fear or operating from a state of lack or a state of like that old version of me, there are so many different signs opportunities and and just whatever it is like nudges that are saying no you gotta put that dream back on the list and that's kind of like why you lost that person you lost that opportunity or you lost that life because this is actually the life that you were meant to be so even though I lost that romantic you know relationship or you know past relationships and and breaking up with somebody and this was obviously I'm talking about like years ago I gained a sense of of freedom. I gained a better relationship with myself where I have date nights with myself. I I talked about it, how I did the artist way. And that's something that has inspired me to do, you know, just little coffee shop dates with myself or even like movie night dates with myself. Like even if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I can be alone. I can still have a relationship with myself. And that's something that's so important to me that even though I'm with somebody um that I need to have that me time I need to fill my cup first in order to be a good partner to be a good friend to be a good you know whatever that is right and so that loss and that breakup has made me realize that I gained more freedom I gained um uh, a, a bigger mentality and, and a, a mentality not coming from a state of lack and fear, but a mentality of thinking bigger and looking at opportunities. And so that's something that I sometimes I'm just like, I'm shocked because it's just like, wow. Lastly, I want to talk about losing myself. And so we covered so many different, I guess, categories of our of our lives like in a general sense which is you know our career um a job opportunity we covered family we covered friendships we also covered um breaking up with somebody whether you were married to them or whether it was a, a lifelong relationship and so i think it's really important to also talk about losing yourself in kind of having that out of body experience kind of looking now that i'm older wiser and i have better discernment and have better self-awareness in potentially like why these things have happened and even if I didn't know at the time like why these things happen why these losses happen and I was able to find number one the silver lining I was able to pivot and to move forward I realized that along the way when I lost these things there was a moment in my time before I hit 30 was kind of like in it was when I moved to New York actually when I didn't know who the hell I was I think that sometimes when you are kind of going through your healing journey and you are born into this world whether it's in a toxic environment in a world where they are telling you to be a certain way or to operate at a certain level you kind of lose yourself in the process and so you're operating and making decisions and making these relationships and you know, making these goals and these plans and not based of your dreams, but based on other people's dreams because you were conditioned by society, by your family, by your friends, by your environment. I was born and raised in LA and I always have a love-hate relationship with LA. The number one question I get asked because people, when people find out that I lived in, you know, LA, Miami, New York is what is the best city? <laughs> and obviously, you know, it depends on, you know, the category of the conversation but obviously I always say New York because that's kind of like my new home but I have a love-hate relationship with LA because of the superficial fakeness to it and the status like that's just something that I wish it didn't have I wish it had more of the New York mentality and that would just be the perfect place to live anyway uh that's a side babble um but you know in, in along the way when I lost you know whether it was a job a career opportunity or kind of like even my career plans for what I had for myself losing relationships losing friendships losing family you know I felt at that point when I basically lost it all or I felt like I was losing almost every category like a domino effect there was a point where I was like I I lost myself because I kept basically tying myself or attaching myself and defining who I was based on 
I like to call these third-party things. If you've been part of the Bar Babel community, you know that my word, my mantra, my goal for this year, for 2023, is welcome home, the concept of welcome home. And that was inspired by one of the books that changed my life last spring, which is Welcome Home by Najwa Zebian. <clears throat> and I had a whole podcast uh, last year talking about the number one book that changed my life because she had this whole concept about like, we go through life you know, kind of identifying ourselves with these things, these third-party accolades, whether it's a status, a job, a certificate, a a medal, you know, all of these uh, rewards because society is telling us like, oh, if you get a diploma, you get recognition. If you are magna cum laude, you get recognition. If you get promoted, if you're VP, if you're a director, if you have, you know, this car, if you have, you know, this partner, if you have this tile if you have this bag it's like all of these third party things that i like to call that defines who you are but then what if in that moment you take those away then who are you and so when i experienced losing all of these things one by one you know in as a domino effect it was leading me towards when i moved to new york there was a kind of like a come to jesus moment where i was like fuck like I don't know what love is. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I like. And I had two moments like that in my 20s, like one in my mid-20s and one in my late 20s where I was like, what what is it that I like? Like, what are my hobbies? Like, and all of these things. And every loss kind of gained me a new perspective where it's kind of like shedding your skin or the skin that people have told you that you need in order for you to operate in this world and for you to basically have that introspective moment to figure out who you are. So even though I lost, you know, these things along the way, and even if it had meaning to me in that moment in my life, whether it was a job, whether it was a career, whether it was a friendship, whether it was a loved one, whether it was a relationship, whatever it was, right? It kind of gave me, it, it made me realize that I was losing myself because I was just identifying with all of these things. And I kept looking, you know, I kept looking for myself in other people, in other people, in other opportunities. And I was identifying myself with a title, with a career, with, you know, this and with that and a relationship and blah, blah, blah. And when those things were taken away from me or when I lost those things, it, it kind of, you know, life gave me the opportunity to be like, okay, who the hell are you in one sentence without um you know these people these things with this title with blah 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 with x y and z and that really gave me perspective of finding who i truly am with or without these people that i can be and operate and know myself and have my own values and practice discernment and know my priorities and know my goals and have a vision with or without a partner with or without a friendship whether that friendship needs to you know be silent and take care of you know that person's mental health whatever that is or even if it's not seeing family for a long time because you need to focus on your career whatever that is I'm able to operate on a level of like okay I know myself and if I lose something or if I'm not able to be you know there if my friend's not being you know is not in the capacity to be there for me I can operate in, in a in a state of mind where I'm like, okay, I know who I am. And so it's been a journey in, you know, realizing and finding out the silver lining in these losses and losing a friendship, losing career, losing whatever it is. I gained so much. I gained better friendships. I gained discernment. I gained healing. I gained a better relationship with myself. I gained better opportunities. I gained a a career, a brand, a business, I gained a whole different level of of maturity and self-awareness that when I look at myself, I'm like, girl, like there are cringy moments where I'm just like, oh my God. But when I look at those cringy moments, that's when I'm like proud of myself. But I'm like, without those cringy moments, without those cringy decisions, or even those cringy losses, I'm glad that I'm able to have that self-reflection to celebrate like I did grow from that. And I think, you know, coming from, you know, the 2020 world and coming out of it, or if you're stepping out of whatever losses or whatever that you're experiencing right now, we don't allow ourselves that grace period to rewrite the script. And that's kind of like where the whole 51st dates comes in. 
Fifty First Dates is one of my favorite movies. It's actually my number one rom-com movie. I have a bunch of favorite movies based on category, like one for thriller, one for like musical, like whatever. But Fifty First Dates, it's it's my favorite rom-com. I can watch that movie over and over and over. And I actually did the other week, not because her name is Lucy, Drew Barrymore's character, but because it's just such an interesting it's so unique it's very unique it's it's a very um in, in terms of like writing and the story there's nothing like it that i've seen and so um it's it's so funny and so if you haven't seen it here's a little spoiler of what 51st dates is and kind of like how this all ties in together with the whole podcast episode is if you haven't seen it it's basically about Drew Barrymore's character, she got into an accident, into a car accident, and she suffered a, a major brain damage where she can no longer retain new information. So every single morning, she wakes up thinking that it's the day of the accident. Um, so she cannot remember anything you know, from the point of the accident and after that. She can only remember the moment that she woke up, which is her dad's birthday, and, you know, what her plans were for the day. So she's living the same life for almost a year. So she's thinking, it's my dad's birthday, it's Sunday, I'm going to pick up a, a pineapple with my dad, I'm going to have breakfast, and we're going to watch a movie, and that's it, and that's a beautiful day. So she's living the same life every single day. When I was watching this movie and I was trying to contemplate whether I was going to record this episode or not, I realized that it it kind of tied in in terms of when you are reviewing your losses or reviewing your failures, making peace with it. But something important that a lot of people don't talk about is you can find the silver lining, you can forgive yourself, you can have that, you know, moment where you're like, yeah, I, I'm over it, I'm over the cringy moment, like I'm better now. But nobody talks about that grace period of rewiring your brain to change the script in the narrative of living in that past self when you lose a job when you lose a friendship or you lose a breakup sometimes you take it so personally like I did and sometimes you're like damn like I should have been a better friend I feel so unconfident in losing that job because now I just I'm on edge every single time that I'm not competent enough to get a promotion. I'm not competent enough or I always feel on edge that I have to be a people pleaser at work so that I don't lose my job again or I miss another career opportunity or, you know, it's going to be unstable. Or, you know, when it comes to friendship, it's like, damn, like I'm really shitty at making friends, but, you know, we 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 have this narrative of like damn like people like i can never trust people or you know there are never people that are out there like that are against me or whatever it is like whenever we go through these losses these failures these detours whatever it is that you want to call it it's kind of like we are operating from that state of mind and it keeps be, like it's it's that same narrative and so when people talk about imposter syndrome or blockages or kind of just operating from a state of fear or kind of living in that same pattern we also need to have that grace period after we've identified it after we have that self-awareness after we've made peace with it is to also rewire our brain in changing the script and changing the narrative i've been reading a lot of self uh like psychology books and when i mean psychology books i mean like books about like you know about our brain and how you know our our brain can adapt and how our brain is very malleable i talked about in another episode how I, I just finished reading um, Oprah's book um, and Dr. Perry's book about, um, uh, what is it? It's not why you are the way you are, but I mentioned it in that past episode. I also linked it in the description box below of what happened to you. And I'm reading another book called Healthy Brain, Healthy Life um, by another doctor. And I'm actually really loving it um, because the tone is so... Um, is so different. It's not like a boring psychology book that you're like in, in, you know, with scientific jargon. It's so fascinating how they're able to explain something so complex into something so relatable in a human to human type of conversation. So that's why I love these, these books so far. Um, but because I've been reading so much about the brain and how, you know, what we eat and our environment, and how our brain operates and like, you know, how that all comes to like triggers and psychology and, you you know PTSD and all of that I realized that with the whole 51st dates movie reading the book and what I'm experiencing right now it all ties together because in 51st dates 
every single morning she wakes up with basically the same narrative of like it's my dad's birthday i'm gonna pick up a pineapple blah 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 but obviously she this is a different example but to take this as a metaphor and example for you but then in reading these books and also learning about my failures and stepping into the new chapter and kind of like making sure that i eradicate any of the posture syndrome or the fear and really stepping into the brand new me and into the new opportunities that I'm about to embark I've had to make peace with them but also I have to train my brain to not say I'm incompetent to not say I'm shitty at making friends to not say that I'm a bad partner or I'm never gonna find the love of my life or I'm never gonna have you know the life of my dreams of having kids or whatever that is I need to stop saying those things because even though you have that self-awareness and even though you've had that peace if you're operating almost like Lucy in 51st dates when she's just like living the same narrative every single day you're not gonna have you know the opportunities that are out there for you if you've watched the movie you realize that Adam Sandler's character his name is Henry he makes a video for her every single morning where she has to watch and she needs to take time to basically rewire her brain to kind of be like hey this is what happened to you this is what's currently happening now and whenever you're ready and you're you're kind of you know ready to kind of step out you can come out of your room and you know we're here for you and they also give her the time and the grace to kind of just um you know uh to realize and to kind of arrive into that moment so when i rewatched that movie i was like damn that that kind of like made a spark in my brain with everything that i've been going through and everything that i've been thinking so far is even i've made you know peace with all of that many years ago I've had my own therapeutic moment with all of those different categories we talked about. I realized that I'm still operating with the old scripts, that those are the things that are causing the imposter syndrome. Those are the things that are causing the fear. Those are the things that are op- making me operate from, you know, a place of lack, but also from operating from the state of fear from the old Lucy of who she was 15 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. And in order for me to really step into a clean slate and in order for me to really accept that, you know, I own the story, but I'm going to operate in a different way. I have to also be like Lucy from 51st Dates and take a moment, whether it's also taking 30 minutes a day and rewriting and kind of just being like, I need to change the way that I speak to myself and change the way that my brain has been seeing things and that's going to take time and having that grace period so i have a post-it note that literally says i'm successful and i even have bullet points of what that means to me i have a reminder on my phone that comes on every 11 11 that says i'm successful and whenever that comes on i take a moment to take a deep breath and i'm like okay if i'm feeling a little bit you know scared or if I'm operating from the old version of me I need to like realign myself back I also have different kind of like Pinterest photos on my phone on my screenshot um I also have it um screenshot on my screensaver I also have um a desktop photo with a reminder of what you know my mission is and I I just basically need to take steps and even when I journal every single morning I literally have to rewire my brain and, and instead of saying the old scripts that I used to say of like oh I'm incompetent or whatever that is I literally have to say that I'm operating from a different state whether it's like I am excellent or I am smart or I am intelligent and like literally practice my brain into uh, making myself really believe who I am now compared to who I was in the past so that was kind of what 51st dates taught me recently where I was like damn they're giving Lucy that that kind of rewiring moment and even though the doctors are saying like no it's impossible for her to you know change her mind or to change her perspective or whatever it is she because her brain was always you know practicing she still remembers Henry in her dreams and so every single morning even though her brain is kind of stuck in the past they and she and and her brain is basically rewiring her brain to kind of being like okay this is your life now and if she was still operating or even you know, because it was all her, if she was still stuck in that mindset, obviously this is, you know, a a very special case, but if she never really, like, gave herself a reminder because she was the one that made the decision to move out of her father's and to go into the institute and, and whatnot in order for her to be free, she would still be operating from that past self even though it happened, even though she's aware of it. And so that's a great example of what 51st Dates taught me is, Bad things happen to everybody, to good, to the bad, to, to everybody, but it's really, you know, who you are that 
um, identifies what you do with those bad things, how you've had the self-awareness, how you were able to forgive yourself, and how to rewire your brain in order for you to rewrite the script. And so, Bar Babble Gang, if you've been on this journey with me for the past couple of episodes, you know that I like to end all episodes with kind of like a babble of the day for you to kind of really take this episode to soak it all in and to also apply it to your life. Because if we're all about healing and celebrating and revolutionizing our lives as we're adulting, as we're kind of figuring out all of this, it's really important that you take something away in your own life. So I want to end with a babble of the day. So what is something that you lost or failed at recently? Could be anything. You could you could lost a job. You could have gone through a breakup. You could lose a friendship. Whatever that is, identify that one thing because I just I know that I impact a lot of things, but I wanted to make it relatable. And so pick one thing. Can you find the silver lining or opportunity to rewire the narrative for you to step into a new chapter? If so, create a new mantra with the silver lining that you identified with and repeat it daily until you feel more at peace. So kind of do the whole. 51st dates thing with Lucy and and if you need to like meditate five minutes a day if you need to put a post-it note if you need to do the Mel Robbins one five four three two one high five tactic whatever that is to you have that grace period right now to rewire your brain and to rewrite the script the next question or the last question is what are some action steps you can make to step into a brand new chapter so right now I'm going through the rewiring stage almost like Lucy where she needs to um, basically just remember, you know, who she is now and in order for her to live the, the life of her dreams. And if you watch that movie, you see that she got married, she has a baby and they're off sailing and exploring and they're living this this huge life. And she would have never had that if she never, you know, had that self-awareness and really took the time to be like, I need to rewire my brain every single morning. And so I'm doing that right now is I'm rewiring my brain in order for it to change that old script to kind of have that forgiveness mindset to kind of step into the new and be like you know what that was the old version of me I didn't know any better that was something that needed to happen because if it didn't happen if I didn't lose that career if I didn't lose that person I would not have the life of my dreams I would have never moved to New York I would have never have the opportunity to go back home and spend time with loved ones I would have never traveled I would have never had these friendships that you know gave me the better insight or gave me these opportunities or gave me these experiences that I would have never had I would have never dreamed outside of the box because I was always in in the box and so these are some things that you can you know ruminate with and marinate with as you kind of are in that journey if you want to share your journals or if you want to share your experience I would love to you know hear from you create a reel create a post send me a dm on instagram and let me know if this is something that has resonated with you today so take the time and take all you need and make sure that when you see your losses i hope that you can take something away from this that you don't see your losses as something that i that identifies who you are today those are losses but within those losses i'm sure you have gained something whether it's you gained a better knowledge of who you are whether you gained a knowledge of discernment, whether you gained a better career, you gained more money, you built a career, you built a side hustle, whether you gained a family or you you gained more time in order for you to work on your mental health. There are so many different silver linings and even if you cannot find it right now, trust me, you will find it in the future. And I hope that, you know, in this moment, in this season of life, whether you are experiencing loss, about to experience a loss, or if you have experienced a lot of losses in the past couple of years, I hope that you're able to find the peace, the discernment, and that you're always able to find yourself at the very end of the day. So make sure to stay in touch with me since this is the last episode of season six of Bar Babble till we come back, unless I might have something on my mind, but most likely I will just post it on Instagram. So make sure you're following me the link is down below um and if you want to be on an upcoming episode if you have any episode requests make sure to submit it down in the description box below there is a link for you to apply to be a guest and for you to submit a question or something like that if you want to share your experiences or if you want to share like lucy this really impacted me or if this this really resonated with with you or if you want more episodes that are more vulnerable like this send me a dm 
after my last episode, I had a bar babble, uh, a listener tell me like, oh my God, this, that, that episode about your dad and about, you know, healing childhood relationships and not really knowing your dad, like that was so impactful. And that even, that was my alarm. That was my alarm of I am successful. Um, for 11 11 and so if you're listening 11 11 that's a sign for you um but that when I got that message I was like damn like I should definitely dive deeper and and be more vulnerable on the interwebs and just you know talk about my experiences because if I'm going through something I'm sure that there are other people like me who are just navigating this messy adulting world where we're all under this this delusion of like damn like we have to be perfect when we're just basically going through it alone and I don't ever want you to feel that way because there are moments where I have felt alone and so if this resonated with you please share please you know give a five stars on on Spotify please subscribe please let me know what are some pinpoints that you or topics that really resonated with you that helped you if any of the journaling prompts or any of the babbles of the day have helped you too please send me a dm or even just comment on an instagram reel and just let me know but keep in touch with me as i'm going to be taking a break from um the podcast episodes but you will definitely hear from me more on instagram so wherever you are in the season of life and um in this year i really wish you um all the happiness all the peace and the love and no matter what you're going through remember that you are not alone and you are stronger than you ever realized love you much sending you much love and light and uh we'll we'll keep in touch well that's it for today's episode if you love this conversation make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls texts dms or tweets Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.